Welcome to Words to Encourage, the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church of Grove City, Ohio. Everyone needs encouragement. We all need to be uplifted. With today's encouragement, here's our pastor, Stan Slater. Welcome to Words to Encourage. This is the daily radio broadcast of the Bible Baptist Church. We're located in Grove City, Ohio, and I'm Brother Slayball. Well, good Thursday to you. Hope you're having a great day today, and I have to ask you, how was church last night? And I tell you, we had a marvelous, marvelous midweek service here. Got the month of March off to a great start great spirit in the services last night and uh, just enjoying uh, Second Peter as we kind of finished up the book of Second Peter last night and uh, we just had a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, had our prayer guide and our missionary letter and uh, singing the songs of God and fellowshipping with the people of God. It's always what we need right in the middle of the week and I'm so grateful for the midweek service and I hope you are too and I hope you had church had last night that you were there, you were in your place, that you were a blessing to your church and to your pastor and that God met with you and gave you what you needed to continue on for him. Uh, throughout this week, this first uh, few days of a new month, the month of March. Now, if your Bible's nearby, I want to share something with you today. First, James chapter 4, James chapter 4, and these are familiar verses to us, beginning in verse 13, James writes, Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy, and sell, and get gain, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now ye rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Now listen carefully. We all like to make plans. Uh, Like someone said, if you don't... um, If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So I understand plans. Uh, What are your plans after work today? What are your plans for the weekend? What are your plans for the big game on this Saturday? What are your plans for the birthday? What are your plans for the holiday? We all make plans. James is simply telling us it's foolish to make plans without considering the will of God. It's foolish to make plans without considering God has a plan. So we ought to always say, if the Lord wills we will do this or do that. In other words, God's plan can always overrule and override my plan. Jesus would tell his disciples that he was going to suffer many things at the hands of the chief priests and rulers and that they would crucify him. He would die. Peter took him and rebuked him. You know why? Peter had a different plan. Uh, Jesus coming and dying for a cross for our sin, that wasn't Peter's plan, but that was God's plan. And can I can can we agree? God has the best plan. I'm so glad that that um, uh, oh the love that drew salvation's plan, oh the grace that brought it down to man, oh the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. Man never would have thought of that. God did. God has the best plan. When David fought Goliath, and Goliath certainly had a plan to kill David and feed his carcass to the fowls of the air. But God had a plan, didn't he? And David took that stone and put it in his sling and and, and <laughs> brought that giant down because God always has the best plan. But maybe the best example of this is in the life of Gideon. Gideon is found in Judges chapter 7. And I want you to look there if you're, if you're able to look at a Bible because that's always the best plan. And let me just bring you up to date. We won't have time 
because of the time constraints to read the whole story here, but uh, Gideon's faced with fighting a group called the Midianites. The Midianites. And they were as numerous, the Bible simply says, like grasshoppers across the plain. Uh, just hundreds of thousands of them. And compared to this little group that God's going to have uh, Gideon fight with. And we're going to learn something here that God's plan may not always be the easiest plan. God's plan is not usually the most popular plan. God's plan may not be the most sensical plan. But God's plan is always the best plan. Now, the first lesson I want to learn here from Gideon is... When the Lord told him, the people you have, in verse 2 there, he said, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. So he tells them, Go ahead and tell everybody who's ever fearful and afraid to go home. And so he brought him, uh, he said, Whoever wants to go home uh, can go home. And 22,000 of the 32,000 left. And he's down to 10,000. Now, God had a plan. He said, now you still have too many. Gideon said, come on, Lord. They have hundreds of thousands, and we just have now 10,000. God says, no, still too many. Had them go down and drink in the water, and, and if they drank a certain way, then they were to be dismissed. If they drank another way, then they were to be kept, and only 300 could stay. And now he's going to take on hundreds of thousands with just 300 men. Gideon's plan would have been, God, stack the deck in my favor. I mean, God, give me more soldiers, not less. That had been Gideon's plan. David, just a shepherd boy, to take on the giant Goliath. Yeah, that was God's plan. Would Joseph and Mary, their, their plan would have been to get married and then have children and uh, begin a home like most Jewish couples would have, but God had a different plan. God had a different plan. Let me ask you a question. Is your life just the way you planned it? And I would submit to you, no. But it's the way God planned it. God always has the best plan. God always has a plan, and his plan is different than mine. See, God's plan for Gideon was much different than what Gideon's plan was for Gideon in the army. God's plan, secondly, is a declared plan. He declares his plan to Gideon then. He tells him in verses 9 through 14 uh, what his plan is going to be. He tells him to go down and spy on the Midianites and, and, and go against them, and that he's going to be able to uh, deliver them into his hand. Take 300 and go against them. And God encourages him. He said, Gideon, come. And he listened to the dream of the, one of the Midianites. And he said, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian and came unto a tent and smote it that it fell and overturned it, and the tent lay along. And this fellow answered and said, This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, the man of Israel. For into his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the host. Well, that was music to Gideon's ears. God says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this for you, Gideon. And then he allowed Gideon to hear it. He allowed, them, he allowed him to, to, listen, he took a step of faith, and then God declared his plan to Gideon. You take your step of faith in the word of God, and the spirit of God will reveal to you God's plan. You, you, take, you, you declare that step of faith. Listen, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so you, you take that step of faith, and God is pleased, and he reveals his plan to you. Now, it was a distinct plan. He said, you're going to get, get a 300 now versus thousands, hundreds of thousands. You're going to divide those 300 into 100s, and I'm going to give you trumpets and pitchers. What? Yes. You're going to, when I give you the signal, you blow the trumpet, you break the pitchers, and you shout the sword of the Lord in Gideon. 
that's going to give us victory? Yes. Now, I, I, listen, if they don't follow it, there'll be no victory. His plan, God's plan is always a distinct plan. Yet God's plan is always the best plan. But God's plan, number four, requires surrender. Surrender. Hey, Gideon had to surrender. He had to surrender from being a leader of a 32,000-man army to being a leader of a 300-man army. He, in the dream, Gideon's the barley cake that comes down and wipes out the ten of the Midianites. What are they going to call me? General Barley Cake? General Dog Biscuit? He said, Gideon, it's not about the army. Gideon, it's not about the Midianites. Gideon, it's not about Gideon. It's about God. Lay aside the dreams. Lay aside the ambitions. Lay aside your desires for God's plan and just want what God wants. Submit yourselves a living sacrifice. Surrender to the will of God. You see, you'll never know God's plan until you surrender to God's plan. Are you surrendered? Then God's plan required steadfastness. Faith, no weapons, just trumpets and lamps and shout for victory. I mean, stay with the plan. You say, well, I don't understand it. Stay with the plan. It doesn't make sense. Stay with the plan. If that's what God has told you to do, stay with it. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Number six, God's plan defeats the enemy. The Bible says in verse 21, they stood every man in his place round about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. And the three hundred blew the trumpets, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow, even throughout all the host of fled to Bethshittah and Zerath, and the, into the border of Abel Mahola unto Tabith. They break the pitchers in verse 20. They held the lamps in their left hand, the trumpet in their right hand, and they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And God gave them a victory that day. Midianites turned one on another and fled. They saw the enemy defeated. They saw God's plan work. God has a plan for your life, my friend. And Satan, listen, Satan doesn't care what you do with your life just so you don't do God's plan. Satan doesn't have a plan for your life. His plan is any plan but God's plan. But it's only God's plan that brings the victory. And God desires we walk in victory. God says we are more than conquerors through him who loved us so. When you walk in his plan, it's the best plan. And that means you'll never walk in defeat. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Go the way of God. God is always about life. God is about victory. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us so. And when God's plan is followed, it always brings victory. Victory in Jesus my Savior forever. Oh, we sing it, but God expects us to live it. We said, God's plan is a different plan than mine. We've said, God's plan is a declared plan. We said, it's a distinct plan. We said, it's a plan that requires surrender. It's a plan that requires steadfastness. It's a plan that defeats the enemy. It brings victory. And then lastly, God's plan. Following God's plan, his name is honored. The victory's won. Without a great battle, the victory is won without a great army. The victory is won without any great weaponry. So all the glory goes to God. How could they brag about what they did? They didn't do anything. God did it. Turn away from your plan and embrace God's plan. And you'll be assured of victory. And you will be assured God will receive the glory. Isn't that what it's all about? Doesn't the Bible say, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do? 
do all to the glory of God? Isn't our lives to point to him and not to us? So could I ask you on this March 2nd, 2023, is it your plan or God's plan? When you wake up this morning, did you say, God, what's your plan for me today? Or do you say, here's my plans for today? Can I remind you, his plan is always the best plan. Hey, his is the best way. God's way is always the best way. His plan is the best plan. We see it all through the scripture. Just follow his plan. Be surrendered to his plan. That's where the victory is. That's where the enemy is defeated. Not my will, but thine be done. God has the best plan. Well, I hope you'll follow that today, and each of us will be doing what God would have us to do throughout this Thursday, March the 2nd, 2023. Well, I look forward to being with you on the broadcast again tomorrow. Uh, Tonight is our Bridge to Recovery, the faith-based, Bible-based addictions recovery program. We meet every Thursday night from 630 to 8 o'clock here at Bible Baptist Church and we invite you out for that program and then we can come back and be on the broadcast again tomorrow. And Lord willing, I think I want to talk to you about Jesus is willing. I'm so glad he is, aren't you? And I share some thoughts along those lines for our broadcast on Friday. All right. Hope you have a wonderful Thursday, everyone. And uh, if we can help you in any way, just let us know. And uh, Bob will give that information here at the close of the broadcast. And until tomorrow, this is Brother Slayball reminding you, be good to everyone because everyone's having a tough time. Thank you for listening today. If this broadcast was an encouragement to you, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us by email at pastor at bbcgrovecity.org, or you can call us at area code 614-875-2190. We invite you to visit us at the Bible Baptist Church at 2758 Home Road in Grove City, Ohio. Our service times are Sunday morning at 930 for Sunday school and 1030 for the morning worship service. We meet back together at 5.30 for our evening service and on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We also host the Bridge to Recovery Ministry, a faith-based recovery program bringing transformation to hurting people and our community. We meet every Thursday at 6.30 in the evening. You can find more information at our website about this and other ministries of Bible Baptist Church at bbcgrowcity.org. We hope that today these were truly words to encourage. Words to Encourage is paid for by the generous members and supporters of the Bible Baptist Church in Grove City, Ohio. The joy of serving Jesus with a smile, a bright sunny smile.